Hello, everybody. Welcome, 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 Sylvie. And I'm so happy that you're here because you are this week's featured podcast guest. And so now this is a great opportunity for people to kind of get to know you. And then they can jump on over either to Confidence to Cabaret for the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, just search it. Or um, they can jump on over to the YouTube channel, Confidence to Cabaret, check on the vodcast playlist. My dog is running around. It's it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> welcome, Silvido. How are you? I'm I'm great. I'm really good. Thank you, Heather, for having me on. This is my first time doing something like that. Okay, no, maybe my second time. But it's always cool to be live um on youtube because i've i've got a youtube channel and i'm i'm really excited to you know be able to and be your feature host or podcast guest for this week i hope everybody was able to catch it and uh yeah i'm just here to um answer any question heather has for me (laughs) okay do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you because if you haven't seen the podcast yet then or the vodcast on on youtube then then you won't really know what we're talking about so do you want to just tell us a little bit about who is sylvie the cyclist all right well thank you um so who am i well i'm a 51 year old mom of three and i started my uh fitness journey not so long ago sometimes i feel like i'm just a newbie at it um considering how long people have been uh, in the fitness area or cycling. Um, I started about 20 years ago when, um, I opened up my own spinning studio and I was inspired to do that because I started uh, mountain bike racing and adventure racing. And I'm like, well, we need a place to train. <laughs> so I'm like, how about I open a studio? Um, and so it just done from there. And then uh, from my studio, um, I created or started a women's master's race team, which lasted eight years. And then I started um, a woman's cycling club, which still goes to this day. It's been 14 years. I've coached over 900 women, over a thousand, but I like to say 900. Um, women in cycling to help inspire and just build confidence on the bike because um as you know or maybe you've been one of those people who's been impacted by covid and decided to get into cycling no matter where you are i know here it was a huge influx of new cyclists especially women on the bike and um so it gives me just great uh confidence to uh be that coach for women like that, especially in their older, I don't say older, I'm 50, but like, it seems like the average age of my club keeps moving along with my age, which is kind of funny. (laughs) And also um, just being able to uh, create an online platform for working out, which helps. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And I think Okay, so I want I want to um, get into something that we didn't really talk about so much on the on the podcast. Um, so it drives me crazy when people talk about for your age that nothing makes me more angry. I know I shouldn't say that. Well, um, but, it, but but it's but it's such an important one because mm-hmm. you are serving people that um, wouldn't have had the confidence to join or maybe joined later than they than they wanted to because they didn't have that confidence Mm. and you're providing that outlet and I think that for your age thing is for a lot of us what holds us back yeah I know yeah go 
No, I, I know what you mean because uh, I get a lot of questions this time of the year because our club doesn't start until May. So I get those inquiries like, am I old enough or am I too old or this is my experience? Is this club okay for me? I'm like, for yes, yes, yes. It doesn't matter because we have what we've so 14 years. So just think about it. There's been like a lot of growth in that, in those 14 years to figure out how we can best serve as a club. It's not just me. I have an amazing uh, board um, executive or board members who help me. Um, it, well, we together create, um, you know, always try and make the club better and more inviting and inclusive for women. Um, so we created, um, we have four different, five different group rides to accommodate. I mean, we can't accommodate everybody. Those who fit in the middle have to decide easy or hard, get, get out and get on your bike. And that's all that matters. But, uh, but we've done that and we've, um, and we've added some, uh, milestones this year, which is really cool. Cause as you know, like, um, when you, if you go and you start something, you should, everybody kind of has like a little thing in their head where they, I would like to achieve this. So now we've started adding those little achievement awards because there's certain things in cycling, like distance climbing, or they want to make it to a certain location, especially here. So we've added that and we just sort of and hap, hap, like we just sort of happened to start doing that last year, which is kind of funny because so people are like, oh yeah, I want to do that. Um, as an example would be ride a hundred kilometers in the summer. Nice. So some people, you know, that's their goal. They've been riding for a while. They've done 60, 80 K. Now they would really like to ride a hundred kilometers. Oh, hold on. That's okay. Oh, it's like my mom. I know I have to call her later because I'm like, there's supposed to be a snowstorm tonight. So I'm like, you maybe should get down today. But anyways, um, yeah, so he is in Ottawa, Canada. Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, it's raining right now. So it's like in skating rink, but now we're supposed to get like 20 centimeters of snow after. So anyway, um, but so those are little milestones. And even there's another one, there's a pretty um, popular lookout, which is high. It's like a kind of the top of a the local mountain. And so that is a goal for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, so it's really empowering helping women achieve those little milestones. Yeah. And achieving goals and mm. celebrating that mm -hmm. is so important. And if you've been around confidence recovery for a while, you'll, I'm always talking about celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Like even if it didn't go how you wanted, like mm -hmm. if, let's say that you're trying to get to the top of that hill and you don't make it the first time, right? People yeah. are going to oh, fail. It's like, no, you didn't because you have to celebrate that you got out there and you tried mm -hmm. right? and you got a certain way. And now that gives you kind of a milestone to say, okay, now we can try and push it a little bit further and try and get yeah. it, like, it's all about the getting up the hill, not the being at the top. Mm -hmm. and, that's, and like, everybody talks about that. Yeah, but, it's like getting the picture, right? Yeah, but you know, it's like, uh, it's you know, people will always say, "Oh yeah, I understand. It's the journey, not the destination." And it's all beautiful posters <laughs> oh, and all yeah. of that. But if you are not living that, if you are not celebrating getting out there and trying, if you're not celebrating, you know, what you did do or 
or that that you even showed up, then then you're not going to feel that that confidence because you're not getting the momentum around mm -hmm. that. And it's yeah. so important. And especially for uh, not only but especially for women of a certain age. Whatever the age is, right? I don't care if that age is 22, but there's that bit where it's like, mm, I don't like I, I had real issues with age when I was younger because it was very successful very early on. Oh, okay. And I had a lot of people reporting into me that were kind of going, Oh yeah, what's this 20 something year old girl oh. going to tell us? You know, and I, so I had a lot of problems the opposite way where uh, because it was for your age again and so I, mm. I just don't subscribe to it all um and and I think at any point and you make this point actually in the podcast around like I can't join your cycling club or I can't do exercise because I'm not fit enough mm -hmm. I know I that in the aerial world all the time people say I'd love to do pole dancing I'd love to I'm by far the oldest person in my studio but they say I'd love to do that but I'm not strong enough guess what? That's how you get there. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. Right. And, um, and, and another thing about women, we totally underestimate our strength and our ability to do things. I mean, we do have a, you know, anybody who's just like, no, you know, we, we have an innate ability to stop ourselves from doing stuff, you know, but we also have a great strength inside us to, go way beyond what we think we're capable of. And um, I love seeing that. And, you know, just go back with the club is um, we set, you know, cert, we're going to set up certain times of the season where we're going to, okay, this is the ride for this. And if that's your goal, join this ride, you know? And so it's not just a one off, like <laughs> if you don't get it that time, <laughs> you have to wait for next year. But um and uh, we're going to have a little like uh, a badge for it. And, and I think that's, that's really motivating for a lot of people. Um, but I also in my fitness and really enjoy working with women over 40. Um, just because, you know, I was a mom at 40, 41. And I know how uh, <laughs> I, you know, my 40s weren't very far are very far behind me. And I totally remember every year of you know being a mom kids fitness um and um so I've been there and I enjoy work, helping women work through that yeah mm -hmm. yeah and I think there are lots of things that go on in our own mind there's there's kind of fear of judgment by others there's our own judgment there's the the whole thing of like like if what if i get left behind if you're talking about a running club or a cycling mm -hmm. club or you know anything like that um you know there's the competitiveness of i want to be able to do what they're doing but i don't want to put in the work i'm i'm always like that i'm always like i want to do that but i don't want to do the years of training. The work yeah can i just <laughs> poof <laughs> can you just like it's now and we'll just see what happens but yeah. I think, I think it's, uh, you know, so there, there are lots of things that are so much about what's going on in our head. And I know, I know for me right now, because I haven't been following my aerial practice for a little while now, I took some time out um, because I was just kind of adding uh, injury on top of injury. And mm. so I, I just cleared it all. That's not, that's not the only reason why I did that, but I needed the time out mm -hmm. and I've had that time out now. 
But now my ego is going, mm, but if you go back, you're going to be back so far from where you were. Right. And so there's all that self-talk. I couldn't care less what, other, what, what everybody else is doing or how that's going to look to everybody else. But, but I do have that whole kind of thing about comparing me to me, you know, and I think mm -hmm. oh. not only women are in their forties, but, but, you know, that as that's your target or your ideal kind of audiences, you know, um, working with women in their forties, it's, it's really an interesting thing because, you know, we, we kind of go, Oh, but I'm comparing me to when I was in my thirties or I'm comparing me when I did this in my twenties. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I gymnastics and I in my head I can still do all that oh like, you know I <laughs> I, no I can totally relate I was just thinking about something you know uh yeah mountain biking so I used to be a really good aggressive mountain biker so last year <laughs> just to to just a little story about that uh, last year I went and um so I'm like okay I'm gonna get out on my mountain bike like once a month and just do some technical stuff and here so that's me now so i'm like oh i remember back when i was 20 and i could just kill these 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 um these trails right so so it's just like that cabaret story i shared with you in um in the podcast so i go to the 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 these trails and they're rocky and they're they're intermediate to advance and I'm like, yeah, and I just like go my first attempt of like, just to get up into the trail. I'm just like, whoa, okay, Sylvia, um, you got to take a little step backwards because you are not, you know, you're not 30 anymore. And these, and, and like, you have to be careful, like, yeah. like just uh, drop the ego on the floor and go in there because it was very, very clear. <laughs> to me that I was not on the same playing field as I was back when I used to race mountain biking, road cycling, different story, but mountain biking, if anybody has mountain biked, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Like the skill level has to be maintained. I mean, there's also a fear level, yeah. um, you know, of going fast over these uh, rocks and, and through the courses and the, and the trails. Um, but I think I picked a particularly tough core <laughs> trail to start. I should have started beginner and built my confidence to going to that trail. <laughs> That's what I should have done. Cause yeah. then I would have gone out again and I didn't. <laughs> and then you would about it, right? You'd be like, okay, that was all right. That went well. Yeah. That was like, Okay, I'm glad I survived. Um, yeah, yeah, but... it's a bit like if you go skiing and you go down a double black diamond and then all that you haven't been skiing for years, like, why would you do that? Start with something <laughs> small, yeah, yeah, like warm up a bit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so that was my mistake, and and I didn't go back on my mountain bike the whole summer. Um, I had excuse after excuse. So there you have it. Don't like, no matter if you're like me or, you know, like how they're saying, uh, if you haven't done something in like a long time, long enough that you're having, it's not habitual anymore. Go back to the beginning and build it up to where you want to be. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> and it, for me with Ariel, it will be just like 
just getting on the apparatus. Mm -hmm. Like, that's mm -hmm. basic. I, I mean, you know, and that was stuff that I didn't think about before, but now, but it will be starting that journey almost all over again, yeah. really from basics and then building the way up. And that's the same thing that happens with, I, I um, had a client yesterday who said like, I'm just fed up with everything now and I want to throw it all, throw in the towel. And I was like, <laughs> okay, go back to where you're strong, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know how many times I say this in Confidence Through Cabaret, start from where you are strong, right? Mm -hmm. And if that's a beginner's run on the mountain bikes, then do that, right? I, I mean, I, I I used to do the the down, you know, the mountains in Canada are, when in the summer become uh, oh biking. a downhill uh, downhill mountain biking downhill mountain biking. Oh my yeah. gosh, really? Yeah. Now uh, that's because I didn't have children. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So I didn't have. I first of all, I healed faster because I was yeah. younger. I didn't have children, so I didn't have any reason to stay alive you're younger I mean. like I, I could do stupid stuff yeah as soon as I had children I was like I don't do stupid stuff anymore and I don't want to right yeah. so I still do skiing I just don't do the crazy stuff anymore I don't need to but you know it's 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 really if I wanted to I would and it's it's really about getting to know yourself it's really mm. about you know letting yourself grow your confidence and your skill level and then you'll you'll be able to get to whatever it is that you want to be able to do. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, so everybody around here surfs, and and I'm like, I don't want to. Like, I, I just don't want to. I could, but I don't want to. Um, you know, that's not where I'm willing to put energy into it. And that's that's what motivation is, right? Motivation mm -hmm. is literally fundamentally just motive of willingness to put energy into something. If you're not willing to put energy into something, then don't do it. But how many things do we do that we're like, oh, I should, or you know, I, I, I I'll do it for somebody else, or and we're not yeah. we're just not being authentic to listening to our own voice and saying, actually, this isn't something I want to do, or this is something I want to do, and I'm gonna build up slowly and I'm not going to worry about ego. Yeah. Well, you know, like a lot of, like I was saying, a lot of ladies tend to let that stuff stop them. And if you, like you mentioned before, you know, uh, holding people up when they're cycling, right. That has a huge impact on people's confidence for coming back, like literally coming back. Cause they have all this notions that everybody is like upset with them because they're holding them back and they're slow and they, you know, what, whatever happened and, or if they got a flat or something, it's just like, Oh my God, that's the way group riding works. And somebody is going to be there and it doesn't matter who it is. We have a no drop policy. You will always make it home, but there's certain things you have to do to manage yourself like fuel you know, like you have to eat and drink. So, um, because that is one thing, you know, we expect everybody to be able to manage. Sure. We can't, you know, there's certain things we can't do for you, but I mean, if you're, if you're slower and that's okay. Um, you know, maybe that group going out and finding out that that group was a little bit more faster for your, your fitness level, then there's another one you can, feel more comfortable in and you have to be okay with that yeah. and not feel badly because everybody got out and got a ride 
you know um nobody's sitting there going oh my god like she like slows down so much and you know like <laughs> we don't yeah, do that, that. And in our head that we yeah. they're thinking that and it's like yeah what is going on here like somehow yeah. our ego is taking over yeah and, it's and then they don't come back and exactly. and i find it really sad like it's it's um unfortunate i mean even reaching out saying you know like i hope everything's okay uh, but it's always that <clears throat> that <clears throat> what they're they put in their heads it's a story they they put it's a there story they, they placed on it <clears throat> and i'm like stop with the stories yeah exactly exactly i'm really that is where i'm focusing right now i just yeah. this, uh, earlier this week and actually if you missed the self-confidence webinar it will I, i'll post a new date because i'm going to rerun it last uh, next week because i loved it so much yeah. but but it, it is all that about what story are you telling yourself and how mm -hmm. is your ego holding you back mm -hmm. now i love your story where now you're getting into some of the fancy stuff and you're getting into some of the you know awards and rewards and all those things um, but you, but you didn't have all that to start with, right? Cause you, I, I know you, we talk about this on your podcast, but, um, you started without like a studio or a room or, you know, and I, I just want to kind of reinforce that. And if you could share that with us in a second, because so many people here in this community or, or on this channel are, are either trying to start their business or trying to kickstart it or, or are, are in a flow and sometimes hit a rut. And I think very often, certainly with the clients that I coach, it's because they're trying to do everything all at once. And I deeply mm -hmm. understand that because I want to have everything up and running, you know, <laughs> all at the same time. I started the website with the, with the, the masterclasses on, on confidence cabaret.com. I started the podcast. I started the the youtube channel i started like literally we started everything all at once just like like that and mm -hmm. my co-pioneers were going why are you doing this and i, I need everything at once we don't <laughs> we yeah, literally don't, don't. Okay. so <laughs> you didn't start with having it all figured out and having you just knew you wanted to do some spin right yeah it was um it was funny because um at the time so this is 2001 and um my uh, partner at the time, we're driving across Canada to participate in an adventure race in BC. So golden BC. So we're driving across. So, you know, so we're talking, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what if I start a spinning studio? What would we call it? So we started with that. And my friend had a gym. And so I was, and I was working out there and he's, and I was telling him about my idea and he's like, well, Sylvie, if you get the bikes, I'll get you can use that little space over there and we can share it. And here's the room where you can put your bike. So I was like, huh? Okay. So I was like, so I had to just get bikes and then I had a place to put them in, but it all came from a conversation and an idea. So remember if you have an idea, so, um, you just start looking around. How can I start implementing this idea? It just so happened that my friends like, Hey, so that's how I started sharing a stretch room, which was really small. So I, we had to bring the bikes in, bring the bikes out, bring the bikes in. And I did that for a year. And so we grew our membership. And then in the same basement where we were, a room opened up. So then I was able to have my own room, no more moving bikes. Right. And I could add a couple more bikes. So we had our own room for a year or so. And then 
uh, we, we looked at a location. So you see, there's kind of like progress. And then, um, then we found, or I found a location, um, with two friends, two partners. So there's going to be three of us in this location. So three splitting threes. So one was my sister, never go in business with your family. <laughs> Love my sister. But anyways, uh, one was my girlfriend. So my sister is a personal trainer. My girlfriend was massage therapist. Don't go in business with your friend either. Um, and I signed the lease with my girlfriend. Anyways, by So we moved in in September, started the business there. So we migrated everybody there. We had a really nice location, changing room and personal training area and massage in the front and, and everything. And by December, I was by myself. So <laughs> I'm just like, and then you have to learn how to pivot overnight if you want to keep going. And that's, that's like a whole other topic. But the thing is that you don't have to figure out everything. Like this was 2001, right? I was lucky I had a website, no social media. It was all word of mouth. There was one email master, this, this email that went out to all the athletes. You have, you know, you got on, it was like 10,000 people. I advertised there. Uh, a lot of people advertise there and that's all I had word of mouth, email list posters, you know, and, uh, made it work, made it work for five years until, uh, decided, um, it was either like close or expand went through like a, a tough, um, economical season. Uh, we had a big bus strike, so nobody came in. It was like ridiculous. Like people just didn't come in. And so that kind of made my decision. I'm like, okay, I was just about to, you know, like expand and look for another place or take over more of the building. Um, and, uh, this kind of made my decision. So it's okay. I got married and had more kids. So, <laughs> so it's just like, you know, um, you can't cry over, like say, you can't cry over sp spilt milk. You just gotta, you gotta keep going and figure out, okay, how, what can I do? What can I do? Like, what can I do now? And, um, so, so yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that, mm -hmm. that confidence to pivot is so important. And oh, it wasn't confidence. It was like a need. I just signed a five-year lease. My dad's like, close it up. I'm like, forget it. I've got clients. Yeah. Me, you know? Yeah, and you've got bills. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think I think it's it's that like for a lot of people when they're hearing like, oh, you you moved the bikes in and out for a year and then and then you and then you you know got your own space and then and you know, all of this is taking so long, but I want it next week. Mm. I think I don't it think that way no and you know what what if you got it all next like it's impossible to have it all like you're always thinking like yeah but if you think if you look like okay what's my six month plan maybe you could have it all in six months or a year you know if you have a good plan yeah. I'm telling myself that Sylvie you need to put together your plan this year for yeah. growth yeah and and a lot of people think, 
well, we're in mid-February, so I kind of missed the boat because I was supposed to do that in December or January. It's not, it doesn't matter. It's no. not, it, it, you can still make your plan for the year, start now, you know. But I think, I think the, the, the thing is, is, is having these reasonable expectations and as much as possible planning for things that could go wrong, but you can't over plan things because otherwise you'll, you'll get stuck in paralysis of planning mm -hmm. or you'll just keep, um, you know, thinking that I've got to follow this plan and then something goes, goes off like a bus strike. And now I have no, no, <laughs> you know, um, and, and so, and so that's when we can, we can sometimes find that we just want to throw the whole thing away, just forget the whole thing. I mean, the number of times I've, I've pivoted it, I can't even count. I don't even, I'm, yeah. I'm not even try, but I think, I think it, it's, it's just having, you know, resilience is a large part of confidence as well. Mm -hmm. Because it's part of that energy and that really deep belief of, okay, so it's not how we expected, but it's, it's, it's what I'm passionate about. And so you found your way, right? And then you found your cycling group and your podcast and your, your, your website and your um, YouTube channel and, you know, and, and now, and still saying, you know, we we're still growing and we're still doing new things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so true. You know, like, um, you know, all that happened when I was 30, you know, and I closed up that studio after eight years. So, and then I moved on to something else. Like, I mean, I, you know, I, I started a family, so that was important to me. Um, and in doing so, I still kept certain things from my studio, like my coaching programs and, um, the, the, the race team and the club. I mean, those kept me busy too. Um, and, uh, and then now I'm 50, I've got other plans. So it's almost like if, if, you know, as you sit there and you go, okay, what has happened in my past? If you really look at your, your year, like your decades, what were you doing in your twenties? If you're old, if you're older, like me, you, what was I doing in my twenties? to what was I doing in my thirties to what was I doing in my forties? And what's, what's the next decade going to look at look like if you think about it that way, you I know, literally just did that. I don't, I, I, my, my notes are across the room. I literally just did that of yeah. like mapping out, like, you know, what, what my journeys looked like and, yeah. and, and kind of, because it opens us up to being able to see the path ahead, kind of, you see the path yes. you're on and you've been on and where that, that kind of meanders into and that that really helps you and if you do that with the assumption that some of the answers they might not be the the, the final answers but some of the answers will start to come to you as you're doing mm -hmm. that it's a really beautiful way of planning I, I've literally just done that and I yes. highly recommend it my girlfriend does that uh, she was just telling me so you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be doing this so she yeah. has had a very um she has had a corporate life She's been working in corporate from the bank to the government. And so every year she's like, okay, Sylvia, this is what I do. I sit down and I plan where I want to go professionally. So, I mean, that could be you, right? Like you're either sitting in a position now, you just started, it's entry level, it's admin, but you are in there and I'm hoping you're searching around to see where you can grow in the business or in the industry or maybe you don't want to stay where you are, but you're staying there to gain experience so you can make the next move to something else. Mm -hmm. 
it's always good to be thinking like, where do you want to be? Like, like I, I know what I want to be at 60 and that's retired. So my fifties are the grinding years, you know, working hard right now. Like my husband and I talk about this and, um, and then like letting go of, and then pulling in certain things we want to do as re- a retired couple at 60. Right. Now think about it. What do you, like, what's your retirement look like? And people are like, what, retired? Yeah. What are you going to do with your money? How do you want to enjoy life? Not working, I hope. Or at least not working in somewhere, you know, that you're hate. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. makes uh, making money is not a bad thing. You know, people like poo-poo on like, uh, why do you need more money? I go, well, if I have more money, I can do more things and I can help more people. So, and then I don't have to, you know, struggle. I mean, you know, so think about that. Like, where do you want to, where do you want yourself to go? Like, where do you expect, where do you aspire to be in, you know, two, five, 10 years? Um, Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty powerful when you kind of sit down and, and, uh, and look at that. And I don't think I did that in my forties, but I'm certainly doing it in my fifties because it's kind of like the pinnacle years. So I, I have been a career and confidence coach, um, in the corporate world for 26 years this year. Mm -hmm. And I, um, so I've always been aware of that pathway and that, and that planning and so on. I think what people underestimate is what are transferable skills. So people will say, like, let's say you're in a corporate job. Yeah, I have this job and I want to get to that job, but I don't have the qualifications or I don't have this, this, the experience. And if I get the qualifications, I'll still be missing the experience or I've got the experience, but not the formal, you know, certificate. (laughs) And, and I, I think what people often forget is all of those transferable things. So for example, we always talk about um, in Confidence Recovery in this community, we always talk about, you know, start from where you're strong, but you know, there's your personal life, your work life and your stage life. Where do you have confidence now? Where are you the most confident? And then where do you want to grow confidence, right? There's your gap. It's the same thing as saying, I want this job and I'm at this job. But You know, it's then saying, okay, so what are my transferable skills? And, and, and you make those shifts, you know, while you're building your experience or your credentials, whatever it is that you need for that other job, you, you make your, um, your, your growth through transferring your skills and applying them. And what's interesting to me, and this has happened, I wouldn't even like to count how many thousand times in, in all the years of people saying, oh, actually, I have done something like that. So for example, if you have had a career break and you've stayed and raised your children at home, Mm -hmm. and then you go into a job and you want to be, let's say, a project manager, it's like you planned and organized all the time when you were raising your children. You just Mm -hmm. were. And they are transferable skills. Yeah, that's kind of nice to hear. (laughs) Because a lot of people are like, yeah, well, I spent 10 years at home. I go, yeah, but what have you been doing with those 10 years? You know, cause I'm sure that maybe at some point in time, you've been the volunteer coordinator for something or other, you know, like, um, been involved in something at school. Um, or if you haven't, you know, these are, these are great opportunities to, to do things that are 
really obscure that you probably wouldn't do, especially if you're staying at home. And when I started putting together, like people ask me like, so what have you done? Like, what, or, you know, like, tell me about what you've been doing. So, you know, when I started sitting there, I started listing all the things. I'm like, wow, I've done a lot of stuff in the last 20 years. Like, and, and I think about it, I'm like, how the hell did I pull all that off? But, you know, and, and in the circumstances of what, where I was and, and things like that. And um, I've always been at the mindset that, you know, you know, even in the hardest days, somebody's always like my hard days is probably not as bad as it could be, you know, and plus how long do I want to stay stuck in my junk? You know, like that's not fun. Um, and you're not moving forward at all. Um, so there's, you know, things like that, that just keep me moving forward and, um, you know, but it's, it's sitting down and realizing, and, you know, maybe if you're, if you are lacking some, in areas, um, you know, there's so much opportunity out there to, to work with other people. Um, lots of people need help. Um, if you, if you like a per particular industry, find a job, an entry level job in there, learn everything about it. Yeah. And then, you know, um, uh, and then, and then start something on your own, but then you have lots of background. I always loved um, the question, you know, when I had my studio, people would ask me, they're like, Sylvie, so like, what kind of degree do you have? I go, I don't have a degree. <laughs> I do this pure passion. You know, I don't have a university degree. I don't have a kinesiology degree. I don't have this. And people would just look at me like, how can you be like, I mean, you know, um, <laughs> you learn learning by trial, <laughs> you know, by fire, um, you know, and it's just like, you know, I just do this out of passion for cycling. You know, I went and I got my level three performance cycling, um, national performance certification, which I found was, had to be, was really important to have, you know, and, um, in my studio, I, we were always certified instructors and always going to workshops, learning, 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 very important to me. Um, so I'm like, no, no, I don't have a degree. They're like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, do I, do I need to have a degree to teach spinning? No. Yeah. And if you did, how much would it, how much would it enable you other than other people's ego around? Yeah. Them? Just like, judgment. No. Um, yeah. Hey, Zena, by the way, just saying. Um, uh, if you're seeing me, can I just say this? Because Sylvie is doing a fabulous job of just ignoring it and talking right through this. But I really can't see very well right now. So <laughs> I'm like, because um, I have brand new contacts that I just put in and they're, and they're very different and they're making my head explode. So I can see outlines. <laughs> oh, no. That is so frustrating. <laughs> Play this just before we started, and she's just carrying on as if nothing's going on. But I'm like Mr. Magoo. I'm like, yes. Yeah, just... <laughs> so I'm holding down the fort for you, Heather. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, but I thought I'd better acknowledge it, especially now that I know Zayna's here. Hey, Zayna. Um, <laughs> because I'm like, okay, all right. So I'm not just squinting because I'm glaring at you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like really. Okay. <laughs> 
If you have not seen the this week's Confidence Through Cabaret podcast featuring a fabulous Sylvie, then do check it out. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast, you'll find it on Confidence Through Cabaret. Search there uh, or on YouTube if you prefer a video. We are on video. Uh, check out the Confidence Through Cabaret YouTube channel and it is under the Vodcast playlist. Um, my video editor hates that I use the word vodcast, but it makes me so happy. <laughs> a podcast and there's a video podcast it's a podcast yeah okay. yeah I like that actually because you know I like I, I have actually a vodcast playlist but it's more for families I'm like you know I saw people doing that I'm like what is that oh I like it yeah so you can so you can check us out on on, on video you that uh this will be also stored on on YouTube in the uh coffee in the community uh playlist and and then uh, do check out the podcast and let us know what your favorite takeaways are uh sylvie where else can people reach you well i've got my instagram right there so you can find me there um you can <laughs> you can find me on uh well you can search me on youtube so you can find my stuff there uh, a lot of what's on youtube is fitness and uh my podcast um, and then there's Facebook, LinkedIn, so uh, pretty much TikTok. No, I don't like TikTok. Um, like it over there. Us older ladies like it over there. <laughs> it's, it's the older crowd that dominates, by the way. <laughs> you um, yeah. I'm on there, but I never ever post. Oh, <laughs> it's fun. It's yeah. fun. It's like, uh, yeah. It's I need like I need a real tutorial first, I think. Oh, well, you just have to, you know, if you're good with video, just say hi. Hey. <laughs> and get started there. All right. But, That's inspiring. That's my new challenge then. I will do that. Now, yeah. I feel like I feel like you you've set down the the um, and and find um a mentor or two that you can follow who has great content on how to make content. Okay. Um, I find that very uh, helpful. Nice. Because, yeah. I'm really hard to not let my dog take over. Hey, Chase. Yeah, is- he's so cute. <laughs> um, but, but he'll stand in front of the whole camera in, if I'm not careful. Okay, so I have one last question for you, Sylvie. So everybody can find you. So we know where you can find. You can also find Sylvie in the community. If you can't find Sylvie and you want to get hold of Sylvie, then please uh, reach out and I will put you guys in touch. Mm-hmm. We met was through Denise Wester, right? Yeah. So Denise, a friend of mine. Yeah. We met in a masterclass group and uh, she was on my podcast because she's a cyclist. And then she hooked me up with Heather who had her on her podcast. And then we're just like all just like little sesh Swiss group now. (laughs) I love love collaboration. So, so get involved. If you want to join in the collaboration, if you want to get in touch with Sylvie and you, and you can't find Sylvie for some reason, then, then I will put you in touch. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one last question though, which is what is your stage name? Oh, I think I read, I think it was Phoenix. I do like that. Um, and, uh, what, uh, yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix. You're just going with Phoenix. Just Phoenix. Rising through the ashes. Rising Phoenix. I love Rising that. Rising from the flames. You I know, love like that. The bird. And if you've, if you've listened or watched the, the podcast or podcast, you will know that we had quite a discussion about it, which is why I was asking. Because I yeah. just want to test. 
it is very important to me that we all have stage names because we get to be that fierce, powerful, unapologetic, space taker upper, uh, you know, message sharer without a, without any kind of, you know, volume control if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. You get to be that persona, and that is important that you get to express that. It's part of our confidence. Yeah, it's our second personality. It is, it is. And I <laughs> love you were listening to music while you were while you were cycling and then you heard the song. I know. That, I was just like, wow, that's you know <laughs> that's not, that's not, there's no such thing as coincidence. No, I know. I just like that is really kind of funny. <laughs> and then the next song came on, I'm like, oh my gosh. There it is. Power ballads all the that's way. Right. <laughs> Sophie, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing a little bit more of your story and a little bit more of like, we, we could get into some of the stuff that we talked about on the podcast and we could go a bit further and also to let people get to know you. So, mm -hmm. so then that'll drive them to go and check out the podcast or the podcast. Well, thank you very much, Heather. It's been a real pleasure being here and uh, sharing my story with your guests. And like you said, um, you could reach out to me um, Instagram or Facebook messenger. Um, I, respond i wouldn't say quick but i do respond <laughs> yeah okay hold on i'm just gonna just, oh my goodness i'm trying to read the messages um oh there are messages. Hey. Yeah, messages if i have questions uh sylvie it's me dennis smith did you friend request me dennis smith don't know don't know let's just let's just move on from that i don't know <laughs> That seems like a whole other conversation going on in the stream. But anyway, yeah. um, it was so great. To, <laughs> to, I mean, anything can happen. The dog's been in this. Oh, anything can happen on here, right? Thank you so much. We are perfectly imperfect. It's it's all good. It's it's all fun and games. And that's part of the journey of life, which is what mm -hmm. we started talking about. So thank you again for being here. You're welcome. Keep on. I'm I, I'm I'm so glad. This is fun. I I I just want to remind everybody watching that, as always, um, you just really take a moment and feel your power. Um, and we always end with a saying, which is, "It is not just you know, kind of a little mantra. It it really means something." And that is that this is your body. And you get to feel good and you get to to be unapologetic about it and you and you get to accept yourself where you are right now and it's your world and you get to choose your passions and follow them and it's your stage take up space and own it yes thank you sylvie thank You're you welcome. everyone Bye. Bye.